Hey everyone. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. It's uh, Saturday night and been pretty busy. Um, so haven't really had time to uh, invite any guests for the next Pillow Talk episode. So I decided why not to actually share some of the, th the things that I've started to dive into and started to explore uh, in my free time and, um, because I've taken up um, the practice of med meditation and um, looked at some theories regarding Reiki and um, just doing a lot of introspective work at a time where uh there's so much turmoil around the world uh we really i really felt the need to look within myself and spend some time basically learning how to love myself again and um i know it probably sounds weird to a lot of you but it's such an important thing to learn uh because i i think that a lot of the times in life we always try to project love to other things but we don't really realize that we don't really know how to love ourselves, and uh it's kind of a shame because you know we are constantly living through ourselves, through our experiences with other people um but yet we don't really recognize who we are and um, how to actually take care of herself and ensure that we are happy and um, that brings me to the sort of topic I would like to share with you tonight uh, which relates to the idea of happiness um, so I think through my introspective work I've ask myself a lot of questions regarding the idea of happiness um, and at first I think I think in life we always try to think that happiness is something that we get right it's a product of something of hard work of effort um, of going through some hard time and coming out okay um, and honestly I feel that that is a misconception and I'll explain why in a minute but um, I like to tell you a, sh a sort of short story about um, my experience one of my experiences in the past year um, so if you don't know I had COVID um, I think in March and I spent about a month in the hospital um, it was quite an eye-opening experience but um, I think I'll just skip to the part where uh, it relates to this particular topic so I think during my time in the hospital I was constantly looking forward to leaving because that was the you know the only thing I could do right I was locked in um, this 
this room with three other people who I ended up becoming really good friends with. Um, you know, the only thing that was on my mind is, you know, when am I, when am I going to get out? And that was the worst part of it because I didn't know when I could leave. And, uh, you know, when I could see my friends leave, they seemed so happy, you know, just seeing the smile on their face, um, saying bye to them as they walked out of the hospital. Um, you know, I was constantly exposed to this um, idea of, you know, just being let down every day and having this false hope that I might be able to leave. Um, and every day just sort of proved otherwise because obviously I had to stay there for like quite a while for myself to um, recover. And um, so the day came and I was super, super incredibly happy to be able to go home again and see my parents live a normal life again without being locked inside and I just remember stepping out of the hospital and taking my first um, full lung of fresh air and it was so amazing so that feeling was so liberating and um, just like sort of you feel the sense of freedom um, just by being able to walk around and breathe again and um, I was super happy I got home um, couldn't wipe the smile on my face and um, I just remember like a few days after I started noticing that I was like becoming quite depressed and I was like you know why like there's no reason to right Oh, I just been through a hard time and you know it's uh I've been through a tough time and I got through it completely fine my health is okay um there's nothing wrong so what's wrong what's wrong with myself right um so I asked myself a lot of these questions and um the thing I sort of realized was that um I was so looking forward to this moment of uh, leaving the hospital that I'd actually blocked out everything else right um, I was so focused on that particular moment that goal um, that feeling of liberation that feeling of freedom um, that I was uh, so looking forward to and anticipating that I, I just sort of disregarded everything else and that that was I think when it became quite dangerous uh, and not physically but emotionally because I was constantly looking for the next thing to look forward to um, and because that high of leaving the hospital was so great that I just felt like there couldn't be anything else that could top that um, so I just felt really, really depressed and confused at why I'm feeling this way and everything just felt like it was falling apart. I didn't know what to do, despite the fact that I had to continue my studies and graduate, which I did. Um, and so this, this sort of made me ponder a lot about the idea of happiness. Um, 
and I realized at that point that happiness was never something that we um, as humans sort of see as a product because it never was um, you know when I was young um, it's common to be sort of conditioned to think that you know you got to make goals for yourself um, you got to achieve this you got to achieve that for yourself for a bright future ahead um, you know all, I'm not saying that all these things are bad obviously they're um, they're great ways to motiv motivate yourself and to um, you know understand about uh, your career potentials and so on but we are so used to looking forward right we are so used to um, asking for more in the society that is sort of overlooked by capitalism right supply and demand um, we are so conditioned to um, ask for more constantly and um, I just remember you know getting my first paycheck when I was working just buying something and um, obviously it felt great because that was I could do whatever I wanted um, it's not like I regret it but I realized that a lot of the times when we do things like that we are searching for the high and we are searching for that particular moment when we unbox something you know when you get a new iPhone or when you get something that you've always wanted you know and you unbox it and it's just there it's right in front of you right and that's it and you have it um i think the high sort of goes away pretty quickly at least for me um and i think for all of us too you know and when that high goes away what's left is just you and and whatever you've bought and that moment is actually quite uh it's quite silent you become quite calm with that that thing and it sort of degrades into this acceptance that okay you know i've just bought it so i'm gonna use it and you know tomorrow is a new day and it's gonna be old eventually right and if we if we are constantly looking for a certain high in life then we are sort of addicted to the idea that happiness is something that we can find um, and that addiction is not particularly healthy right if you think about it if you're constantly searching for that high then it's like it's no different than taking drugs you know we're, we're addicted to that moment of being lifted of being at a, in an emotional state that we feel like fulfilled in a certain way um, and I just thought to myself is there a reason for that and do we have to live like that do we have to let this idea of being dragged around by happiness govern the rest of our lives and can we awaken from this misconception that's been built around 
um, us and our society? And the answer is yes. And I, I have personal experience um, from this from the hospital. And since then, I've been diving a lot more into meditation, um, introspective work, learning about Reiki. And I'm not saying that these are the only ways to dive in, and everyone has their own way of searching for that. But these practices have given me the chance to re have have a new perspective on life, and um, I think helped build my understanding of happiness. And I say this because in these practices we we are learning more about ourselves. And, you know, you can say meditation and Reiki are things that are, you know, uh, very much uh, abstract, you know, they're not real. Um, but I think that's that doesn't really matter. I mean, if it's real or not, um, it could be debated endlessly. Um, but I think what's important is we know how to love ourselves, and I think that's what it taught me. Uh, at least it's what I'm trying to learn from it. And I think for me right now where I stand, um, for me happiness is something that comes from learning how to love yourself. And these might seem like two complete different topics, right? You'd be like, you know, why are you talking about self-love if it's about happiness? Um, but it, I can tell you it's so it's so related because if we don't really know how to love ourselves, we constantly have to depend on these highs to make ourselves happy, right? Uh, or not not really make ourselves happy, but just to elevate ourselves from a state of um, melancholy, right? And I feel like it's not until we learn how to love ourselves that we really understand what happiness is. Um, and you might feel like, you know, self-love is something that's abstract too. You know, we're constantly taught how to love people, how to care for others. But do we really know how to care for ourselves? I think that should be a question that we ask ourselves, right? And we all deserve to be loved by ourselves first. I think it's stupid to say, you know, to ask someone to give love without even them understanding how, what love is, or like for them to understand what love is for themselves and how to, you know, love themselves in a way that they can use to love others. And I think this is so important, um, especially nowadays, because. Uh, we are constantly bombarded with information, you know, people telling you what you're supposed to be like, how you're supposed to look, um, what you're supposed to like, what you're supposed to not like. And all of these things are all fluff, right? It's just, it's just stuff that's out there. And it's so easy to lose ourselves. It's so easy to be decentralized from, you know, what we actually are and what we actually like and don't like. People police you about your opinions. 
or your thoughts. Uh, you know, you, you feel even afraid to express yourself anymore. Uh, and I think that's when it becomes quite dangerous too, right? Because you lose yourself. And I've, I've sort of been through that process of not really knowing where I stand and not just not being able to tell people what I think. Um, but I think in, in so much of these cases, it's a result that we don't love ourselves enough. You know, we choose to stay silent. We choose to not be honest to ourselves. you know. And self-honesty and being honest to yourself is like so, it's such a core thing, um, such a core concept in the idea of self-love. I think it's like one of the first steps that we can all learn from. And this, this idea that we should care for ourselves um, in order to love others and in order to be happy, in order to um, push our ego aside for a minute and just see things for what they are, not what we think they are. Um, listen to our hearts more because that sound is so much more beautiful than that little voice in your head um, there's some there's so many moments in my life where I want to do something and I know I want to do it because my heart tells me I want to do it but my brain tells me that I'm not worthy you know I'm not I'm not worth it I'm not um I'm not going to be able to do it. I don't know what other people are going to think about me. And there's so many inhibitions, right, that go on in our minds that we just sort of go with it and we let our brain drag us into things that, um, into discourses that we don't want to be in. And we just, we just don't live honestly, right? And the, and all these are signs that we don't love ourselves enough. And I think that ties a lot ties in a lot with the idea of happiness because we th like through loving ourselves, we can feel ideas and themes and emotions of gratefulness right how often do we think about the things that we want and the things that we demand from the world how often honestly do we think about what we have already right how often do we like are we appreciative of what we have around us the people who love us the people who support us um you know how often do we actually think about how lucky we are um and all of these things they're just the the other side of the same coin right like if we think about the things that we want all the time we constantly accumulate these things, but what do they mean, right? In the end, they don't really, they might mean a, mean something, but it's not, it's not a sign of a sustainable sort of happiness in my sense. Uh, and I think the most profound type of happiness is nothingness in a sense. It's, it's the idea of just being completely calm completely at peace and just like still water right on a lake 
and uh, that that is so that as an imagery is uh, might not seem like much because it is nothing, right? Happiness is a manifestation of nothing, and if we can sort of see it that way, then happiness is always around us. You know, it's a state of mind. It's not a product anymore. It becomes a way that we live. It becomes a way that we care for each other. It becomes a way for you to carry on and pass on this idea of happiness to others. You know, you don't need a reason to be nice to someone, right? Just because you're human uh, is the reason we are nice to others. We are designed to love. And it's not until we get in touch with that that we really understand uh, where these emotions come from, how we can really harness this idea of a sustainable state of mind that allows us to be um, in a flow uh, in our ways that we uh, approach life and the ways that we deal with the challenges ahead. Um, happiness is a choice. Uh, it's not an addiction. Um, and I think it's super important for us to keep in touch with ourselves, um, to dive in deeper and to understand that happiness shouldn't be an end result, but it should be the starting point of everything that we do, every day that we wake up, every day when the sun comes up is a reason to be happy. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you. Um, hope you enjoyed it. And um, I'll try to do more of these whenever I feel like it. And um, I'm constantly trying to, you know, understand more about these things. And especially now when there's so much time to do that, um, you know, we can't really go anywhere. So uh, whenever I have new thoughts or ideas, I'll definitely try to, you know, rearrange it in my head and try to give you a more sort of uh, broken down view of how I've learned about these things and what it means to me. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoyed it and um, see you next time.